Do you ever wonder what it takes to really launch an online course from scratch? Especially if you're a beginner, you don't even have a big list, you maybe don't even have an idea for your course. Well, as you know, or maybe you don't, that is actually one of my superpowers, doing it myself and learning the hard way over the last 10 years, and also teaching my students in my Launch Your Damn Course Accelerator how to do just that. From the believers to the non-believers, we've had it all, and it's been quite astounding actually, and incredibly heartwarming to see how my students have embraced just feeling the fear and going with it anyway, and the results that they've been getting, and often more on a personal front as well as on a profitable front, have just been, well, super gratifying and quite frankly, amazing. And so I thought it was about time I brought some of these students on to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly in their own words of how they've found the journey. Completely different businesses, completely different students, all completely different women in their own right. And I just thought, you know, it's about time we have a really honest conversation. So sit back, relax, and be prepared to learn all the things that may help you launch your own online course or even just grow your business in 60 days or less and hear their stories as to how they came, they launched, and they conquered. Let's dive in. Hi, I'm Natalie Sisson, an entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker, host of this untapped podcast, and a lover of handstands and dogs. I've spent over a decade building successful businesses I love and teaching others to do the same. I want to help you tap into your unlimited potential and make the income and impact you desire simply by being you. In fact, I'm on a mission to help 1,000 women earn at least $10,000 a month and contribute at least 1% of their revenue to causes that they truly care about so that together we can create a ripple effect in this world. So if that sounds like you and you're on board to learn how to make the mindset shifts you need to have the business success you want and the lifestyle that you desire, then this is the podcast for you. So in this episode, we've actually put together a montage of shorter interviews with the lovely Catherine Leamy, Robin Finney, and Katie Anderson. And each of these ladies has gone through my accelerator and each had a completely different journey. And so I'm just going to, without further ado, let them introduce themselves and share some of what they learned, some of their amazing results, and some of the surprises. Let's go. Catherine Leamy, welcome to the Untapped Podcast. Thank you. It's so good to have you here. And I'd love to start off by you sharing how you tap into your potential and get paid to be you. I'm a nurse is my background. And I went traveling about four years ago by myself with a five kilo bag, which is 11 pounds. And I absolutely just loved it. And I started talking about it. People wanted to know more about it. And it just started snowballing really with uh, Instagram and a website and Facebook. And it's just been absolutely amazing. So I've probably for the last year been thinking about creating a course and getting it out there to a wider group of people. And um, it's been amazing. I really love that story because it sounds very organic. First off, five kilos is so little. Like I always used to travel with a suitcase, but it could get quite heavy. It was always under 20 kilos, but even that felt heavy. So congrats on that. And second, it sounds like you just kind of went off on your adventure, did what you loved, and from there created this kind of community and following because people were fascinated. And you didn't try and start with a business or with a website. You just kind of organically went to Instagram and built up a following and started blogging. 
which is really, really neat. So straight forward to now, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I'd just love to know a little bit more about how it works in your platform and what you've built up. So I've, I've got a, you know, a good following of engaged followers in Facebook and Instagram. And I just love sharing my stories and, but also it's about helping them and how they can travel lighter. It's come up with all the tips and tricks and the things that I went through four years ago to find out how to do it. I'm trying to shortcut it for people. And of course, now in this pandemic time, it's a good time to be planning for how to travel light because we've got the time to do it. I mean, I've absolutely loved it. 2020 was incredible for connecting with people. I would say it was the year of connecting because we couldn't travel and it was about meeting people from all over the world. And some were travelers, some weren't, a lot were midlife women. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. Now, you've touched on something there because I think when we first met, that was very much your audience is women travelers. Like, I know you can appeal to everybody, but also women travelers, maybe even in the more mature market. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And so I think at the time as well, you had a lot of freebies when we first met. You had lots of amazing free content on your blog and lots of freebies. So what made you want to create a course? Well, I was starting to spend some money and I really needed to have a little bit of money coming back in just to sort of counteract those expenses. I didn't want to be completely taking from the the family bank account. So I decided that it, it needed to start supporting itself. So that's why I started creating the course. Cool. And what did you end up calling your course and what was it about? I'd just love for you to share it. So it's quite a wordy one, but it's called Choose Your Bag, a clever mini course to save you time, money and frustration. Let's find the best bag for you to successfully travel. Nice. That's awesome. And how long has that sort of taken you from concept to go, given that you started from scratch on that? Basically, I think your course started in October and I had it ready in eight weeks. It was actually, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone that's listening to this, like just as a bit of a background, I'm a, I mean, I don't like the word technophobe because then I start feeling like I'm bringing myself down, but I am not technical generally. I mean, I can pick things up, but I need time. I really need time. I'm not a natural. I'm not gifted at it. And it took time and it was my stumbling block. But if I just kept at it slowly, went back to watching videos, etc., I got there in the end and perseverance is important. Yeah, that's cool. I also remember at the start of the Accelerator, you said that this was one of the biggest investments you'd made. So I want to thank you for the privilege of choosing me and the Launch You Down Course Accelerator. But do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I know that's you know, that's a biggie for everybody. And for myself as well, when I've looked at courses that were super, like, you know, thousands of dollars in the past at the time when it didn't feel like that was affordable, it's a big decision to make. So yeah, what sort of led you to make this decision and go for it? So I had never bought a course before. I was a freebie girl and I would go around shopping for freebies <laughs> and I just wasn't getting results. And that's not around so much about courses. That was more about anything, Instagram, Pinterest, anything. And then I decided that I really wanted to go down this course route and find something 
And I thought, I've got to do it once and I want to do it right. And honestly, I was just about having conniptions when I was pushing the buy, the buy now button, thinking, oh my God, this is so much money for me who never spends anything. But I had heard enough podcasts and listened to enough people to finally get the message that I needed to invest in myself. And really, it's not until I've done it that I've actually realized that I am now probably at least two years ahead of where I would be if I hadn't done the course. And I think that is, and it's not just two years. I mean, that's just time. But what about all the time I would have spent looking for things and trying out different platforms? And and I know that you gave us options, but I just said, that's it. I'm going with Podia. I'm sticking with MailChimp and I'm just going down that route. I'm not chopping and changing. I'm just sticking with those and, yeah, not confusing myself. And I just, yeah, I've saved myself so much uh, money and frustration and time by, yeah. yeah doing I love that because I don't always think people think about that. So thanks for being so honest about it. And over the years in my business as well, I can see directly where I invested in myself and it made a huge leap and where I tried to go the cheap route or just the freebie route, as you said, or I can do it myself and I can figure it out. And, you know, I think there's a time for that and a place for that. But then there's also a time where you're like, wait a minute, my time is precious and I'm not getting the results and this is what I need to do. So again, thank yeah, you. I, I think that when you're not getting results is really important to acknowledge. It's all very well going around in circles and down that rabbit warren. But I think you've got to say at some point, actually, I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere with this. But the other thing was I'd never ever done a course online before. So I was sort of a bit mm. nervous. I didn't know what it would entail. I didn't know what it was all about that experience and and now I've actually signed up for like lots of other courses (laughs) because I now know what you get behind those courses you're getting a person you've got someone you can email um, you've got a Facebook group that you can connect with you've got to show up I mean these have been many things that I've done but it's just about you realize that actually there's a lot of value in learning online it's not just about sending a video and listening to it and that's it. There's, it's that connection with someone and a group of people. Yeah. And I think you made really good use of the Facebook group. I know when you went live in there, that was, I think, maybe one of your first times doing that. And from there, you just went on and then you did your first Instagram live and you were on it for so long. I was so impressed that I even messaged you. And I feel like that was the that's the beauty that I see when you're doing it with a community of people mm. at the same time is you can feed off their motivation and their success and their results and it inspires you to do more and they give you support and cheer you on. Um, and the amount of people who, you know, took up that challenge of going live in the group for their first time and, you know, sharing what they wanted to teach, it was it was really amazing. So outside of that, what would you say was your biggest learning lesson or aha during the eight weeks? Well, I guess actually one of them was the avatar piece. Um, I'd sort of always been a bit um, dismissive of the avatar and thought, oh, I know who my person is or whatever. And But when you actually do it and you interview someone or some people and you go, they they start to come alive and you start talking to that person. Um, and then the other thing was that I was amazing was the sales page template. Like, you know, I get emails from people pitching things and I go, man, you know, that's so good. Wonder how they do it kind of thing. And actually then to 
that 12-step process. And I mean, it was just fabulous. It was honestly, it was like it was like cut and paste. Cut from my brain and put in the template. It was just fabulous. Love it. Yeah, I do find that those plug and plays are so helpful and something that you know, it has taken me years to master and I really wish I'd had early on. And I know a lot of people say that, but now I get why, because it just, as you said, saves you time, money, energy, allows yep. you to just sort of plug and play and put your own words into it and your own personality and your own learnings. Yeah. But follow a formula that really does work, that all the psychology has been proven on and you don't have to try and start from scratch, which is really Totally. Cool. What, I guess, I'd love to know what has come out of this accelerator for you. What is more possible now um, in your head than it was before? And what are you excited to sort of do next? I'm really curious. I think I'm really excited that I now can create more courses. And for me, money is not my motivator. My motivator is getting the message out there and inspiring women to travel lighter and maybe travel by themselves I belong to Facebook groups that are solo female travellers, and this goes for men as well, but predominantly my my followers are female. And so these solo female Facebook groups, you know, a lot of people are either widowed or are recently separated or, or their partner's ill and they have to travel by themselves. And they're trying to figure out ways to make it easier. And you... I want them to succeed. I want them to have a good time. I want, you know, for many, they've never, ever traveled before. So I want it to be a really good experience. And I personally believe that traveling lighter makes it a much nicer experience, takes a lot of hassle out of the of the trip. So I think it's that's really what I love about it is that I'm connecting with these women and I can create more courses that they can then just go there and, you know, download them, listen to my videos, uh, catch up in a Facebook group when I get that organized and just, yeah, it's reaching out to people and being in touch with those people and changing people's lives. Hopefully, you know, that's, that's who I am. And that's a huge part of the joy, I think, of online learning, right? When you create those courses and you see your clients going through it and they come back to you and go, Catherine, this was amazing. I went on my first trip with no less than, you know, five kilos and it was epic. And I have to say, I agree with that. Like the lighter my suitcase could be, um, or actually when I went around Thailand, you, you just reminded me, I had a little day pack, which I think was around five kilos, maybe not even. And I loved it because you just sling it on your back and you're off and running, literally off and running. One pair of yeah, um, exactly. it is an amazing feeling. So I love that. And it's quite unique because, you know, so many people overpack and there's this whole minimalist tendency and trend that I think is fantastic and, you know, so sustainable and not taking more than you need. And mm -hmm. so I think it's a really cool and unique space that you're in and being the face of that and having all the experience in it is really neat. So I wish you tons of luck on your future endeavors and products and courses and, you know, all the women and people that you're going to help to travel yeah. with more joy when everybody can travel so freely again. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's all about planning at the moment. <laughs> yeah. That's so a planning good time planning. Planning's good and planning takes time. It does. So do you just want to give an honest account of your experience of the 60-day journey during this accelerator? Well, I'm not going to lie. Um, it was hard. <laughs> it wasn't easy. And I had to do the work. I had to put in the work. I had to work with the technology. I spent 
hours figuring out the technology side of things. That was my one of my biggest pain point and my biggest struggle. But nothing, nothing gets handed to you on a platter anywhere. You've got to, you've still got to do the grunt work. Yeah, someone can't write the course for you. <laughs> you've got to do it. And it was hard and I did panic a few times, but I kept going because I had to show up and I had to go to, come to the, the Zoom meetings and see everyone. So I had to keep going. I, there was no way I was going to be shamed and saying I didn't do what I should have done this week. You know, no, I was, would ever shame you though. But yeah, I know what you mean. It was no, no, no. Like, I no. want to turn up and show what I've done. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, but it was so worth it because when I did the pre-launch and someone actually bought the course, I went, oh my God, they actually want to buy it. You know, it was such a shock that anyone <laughs> would want to buy it. But it was like, oh my God, people do want to know this information. Um, and they are willing to pay for it. So that was pretty exciting. It was. It was awesome. And I think you went on to make seven more sales, and that was just in that period. And I think you had never had anything on offer to your community before that was paid for, right? So no, no. It was, it was huge validation for you. And I remember just thinking how much your community has probably been hanging out to give you some moolah because you've provided so much great free information and value to them. And yeah. I think it's something a lot of people underestimate. You know, we get into that thing of wanting to show up, provide value and not sometimes wondering that people are there going, yeah, but I'd love to, you know, how can I work with you? And how can I give back to you? So that was super cool. I do remember your shock. It was hilarious. You're like, oh my God, this works. <laughs> and kudos to you for creating something that was so in line with your brand and your blog and your business and, and packaging it together into something that was super, super valuable. Hmm. Thank you for all your guidance. I mean, it was, it was fabulous, but it was, um, the group was fabulous too to work with. And I encourage anyone that signs up for this course is, you know, the old saying, you get out what you put in. So, get involved in the Facebook group, turn up to the Zoom meetings and do what Natalie tells you to do. <laughs> <laughs> a true word when it was like I'm not saying you were hard at all, but so, oh, direct's the wrong word too. You just, you called it and you said, no, I think this could be better. And and I noticed when I was giving feedback on people's comments, like Facebook things they would put up and I, I just wanted to say nice things to them. <laughs> And, and encouraging things but it was nice because you would say other you would say things that were like have you thought about changing this or have you oh, you know whatever suggestions you made you know it wasn't I wasn't paying you to tell me what I already wanted to hear kind of thing does that make sense yeah yeah good. a little bit of tough love and lots of support and encouragement Absolutely. but also making you sort of aim higher because you deserved it yeah exactly exactly yeah Thank you for sharing that. I'll put that in somewhere at the end. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you, Natalie. Before we go on to the next snippet and case study, so to speak, I would just love to say that if you've been enjoying this and you're like dead keen to learn more of the tactics that I teach in my accelerator and apply it for yourself, well, I have a real treat for you. My team and I have worked really hard on putting together a 41-page resource for you. It's called The Ultimate course creation starter kit and it is completely free and right now you can grab it at nataliesisson.com forward slash course kit that's c-o-u-r-s-e-k-i-t nataliesisson.com forward slash course kit 
pop your details in and you'll get this amazing starter kit, which I have poured my heart and soul into some of my best teachings, experiences and learning lessons, as well as activities for you to do to really start getting that course out of your brain and into a reality that you can actually teach what you know and get paid to do it. So if that sounds good, please go across and grab that freebie, nataliesisson.com forward slash course kit. Welcome to the Untapped Podcast, Robin Finney. Hello. Thank you, Natalie. I'm excited to be here. I'm super excited to have you on. And first and foremost, I'd love to know, how do you tap into your potential and get paid to be you? Yeah, so I am an intuitive, um, an oracle. So I support people in really receiving the messages and channeling the messages that they want to hear. And I'm a coach. And so I offer like one-on-one and group coaching and really supporting people in being seen, heard and received with love. And so it's been, it's been a journey, but I've recognized that at the core of being human, that's all we want is we all want to be seen and heard. And so I've really learned to tap into my own journey and story through that to support others in really allowing their essence to be seen. I love it. And do you want to share a little bit about where you were before this? Because I know it has been a journey. Like what sort of took you here in terms of your skills and your experiences and your previous work? Just be really curious to know. Yeah. So I was actually in the corporate world for 11 years and I traveled all throughout that. But I just like every time I'd go on a trip, I was just like, there's more. There's just more out there to see. And so I quit my corporate life in 2018 and sold most of my belongings, sold my car, got rid of my apartment, all of that. And I set off on a journey all around the world. And I traveled for two years nonstop and still would have been traveling had COVID not hit. And it was really during my time of traveling that I discovered more about my own intuitive gifts. And it was, and and just, it's been a learning process really like through traveling and just like listening and really asking the deeper questions about what is it that I want to do with my life and get paid, like earn money for it too. So I can continue this lifestyle. Yeah, I'm super proud of you. I mean, we both have that affinity for traveling and it was through a digital nomad conference that I was speaking at that I met you in person, although we'd connected before that. Um, And then you took the leap to come join me in my Launch Your Damn Course Accelerator. And I'd just be really curious to know what did you have in mind before you started that you wanted to do a course or did it just appeal because you're like, actually, this is something that would really complement my new coaching services and, and what I'm offering? What was the sort of, I guess, yeah, inspiration behind it? Yeah. So I'm one of those people who I'm like an idea generator. And if you were to open the notes app on my phone, you would see at court, like I have so many courses mapped out. I have projects, programs, like all this stuff mapped out. And I I would just get in my own way because it's scary. It's like scary to, it's one thing like when when you're in the corporate world or working for someone else, to take their projects and move with it. But when you're creating it yourself, it's like, it's really intimidating and can be a little scary. And, and so it was like, I would start to take action towards it and then talk myself out of it or get distracted with something else. And so I just really reached a point last year where I knew that I needed support and I needed to learn from someone like you who this is what you do and you know the ins and outs of it and and I really thrive off a group and so I always say that when one person transforms we all transform so Mm -hmm. it was really like being able to witness others show up in the 
in, during the course and just share their wins and, and even their struggles. And just like, again, it connects back to my, my why with my work of like, it allowed me to be seen and see like, oh, I'm not alone in this wanting desire to launch, but also like fear around like putting myself out there in that way. Oh yeah. So much fear. Hey. And it's, I would say it's probably the most common thing is that fear of putting yourself out there or simply not knowing what you want to teach. And if that's going to be something people will value, um, which is partly why I pulled this whole accelerator together to show people it's entirely possible. I guess for me, I'd love to know, this is, this is fun. Like I get to interview you in retrospect. What did you want a course to be able to give you? Cause I know that, you know, a lot of people provide a course cause they really want to teach or they want to help others transform and especially in the work that you do but what did you personally want to get out of having a course like what did you see as the benefits and are they different to what you now see since you've launched yeah I mean personally I love presenting I love I get a high from being like on stage or being leading a group and so it was like kind of personally just like helping boost that and then also just residual income like recognizing like seeing how people put courses out there about literally anything and are making money (laughs) and thinking like, Oh my goodness, what am I doing? Like, I'll never forget. Like I was listening, I wrote for the side hustle school podcast for a year. And I know you were um, connected with that as well. And there was this woman who she created a course on making sourdough bread and she made $80,000 in her first year. And I just remember, and I'm sure this year she like even earned more because everybody was making sourdough bread this year, but it's just like, it was something like that, that, and then yours was like, you're literally teaching a course on how to create a course. And so to me, it was just like, wow, really, you can really do anything. And what am I doing? I have so much that I can share with people. And so it was, that was a big part of it too, was just like, what am I doing? Okay, just step up. Yeah, I love it. Thanks for sharing that. That's interesting. It's so fascinating on sourdough bread. I think it like hit the super popularity thing about a year or so ago. And then with lockdown, people inside making bread. I think a lot of bakers and carers and all those sorts of professions really, really thrive during that time. And that is the fascinating thing I find about courses is it's not industry specific. It's not even trend specific. It's just really, you know, right time, the right place, the teacher shows up and the student will be willing to learn. And even thinking about something that's hot right now, or at the time of listening to this podcast is Clubhouse, which we've had a few chats about in the 10K Club, which you're part of. And, um, you know, I'm purposely avoiding it. And I'm happy to say that out loud, because normally I'm a big adopter, early adopter of tech. But in this case, I'm just really focused this year on what I want to do and what I know works. But it is interesting because there's already people who will be teaching how to use Clubhouse, how to get the most out of it. Like the minute something new comes out, there's an opportunity to teach if you're somebody who loves doing that. And then there's the good old tried and true. You'd think that there would be a bazillion courses on this, but like, for example, you know, how to use Excel spreadsheets. Pretty boring, but, you know, people are still, to this day, people who find Excel and then they struggle with it, they still need help. And that's the thing I think I love about courses is even when you think something must have been done a gazillion times, you as the unique creator of that course and your teaching style and your experience and your wisdom and your personality that you bring to it is what sets it apart and makes it different. So how easy or hard was that for you to bring into your own course? I know you said you love presenting, but when you were, you know, pre-selling it, which is a big part of the accelerator, and when you were looking at what does my audience need and what do they want, 
how much of that was important for you to be part of and how much of that kind of scared you, like how much of you to put into it? That's a great question. I was nervous, honestly, about that step because it's like, I'm one of those people that when I get an idea, I just want to run with it. And there's something that's like, we can't skip the validating step because we have to learn what it is people are looking for. Cause we can think that's what they're looking for. And it's, if we're not in alignment or in tune with what's going on around us, then it's not, we're not going to get anybody to sign up. And then it's like, and that's why I love this course. Cause it's all about pre-selling before you're even like doing all the work. And in the past I would do all the work and then put it out there and not validate. And, and so I was like, I had that kind of that in play for me. And then also the aspect of like really narrowing down what it was that I was going to teach because I had an idea of what it was. And it was like through this course that it was so obvious right in front of my face, (laughs) what I was teaching. And I, I wouldn't have like before the course, I would have never in a million years, I think, guessed that I would be teaching a course on like Oracle cards. Yeah. And yet I started this course and it was so obvious. It's like, it really supported me in narrowing it down. It really was, wasn't it? I remember when you did it. And then what I loved is that your next step was you just started going live on Facebook and you committed to it uh, weekly, I believe. And, you know, you draw an Oracle card and you, and I was just like, oh, it's so perfect. It was just so neat to see you in flow. Yet before that, I think you had this big, as you said, this huge lot of course idea notes and so many of them, like so many of the students in the accelerator were massive and in-depth and big. And I hope that throughout the course of the accelerator, a lot of people learn to just narrow it down to like one idea that you can teach. Because as a student myself, of courses that I take, the ones that I love and the ones that I progress through really well, are where it's just one concept that you're grasping. You know, it might have a few layers to it, but it's not this massive thing of, you know, how to create an entire house project from scratch. It's like, hey, how do you get the building plans? You know, it's just, and I think that was one of the things that you did super well. You went, wait a minute, I'm trying to offer way too much. And let's just start with where people are starting themselves and meet them there. So I was super thrilled when you had like that moment and then you ran with it. And do you want to share a little of, well, first off, what results did you get? Were you happy, thrilled, excited? I mean, you launched, which is amazing. So do you want to talk people through kind of that process? Yes. So it was so wild because it was like, once I got the clarity to create my course around Oracle cards, then it just flowed. I set up a waitlist landing page and it was just like the, the text and everything. It was just so clear. But then I kind of was like looking ahead to, it was getting closer to the end of the year and I was really committed to launching it before the end of the year. And then it was like different people were like, no, nobody's going to sign up. You need to you just, you should at this point, just wait till January to do it. But I just knew I was like, no, you know what? I need to put it out there and just see who's meant to respond to the, to the first round of this course and not let the holidays or the year ending or any of that get in the way. I was blown away. Like I had five people show up or sign up. And for me, that was a really great number to start with and learn from and create. Like I really, I honestly, I created my course as I went. Um, I had the idea and the framework of what it was, but I was able to tap into the students and really get feedback and understand why they signed up and what they were coming from and what they wanted to learn. So I, I honestly, I created it as I went and it turned out so beautifully. And now it's like, I have the course, I've already done it live 
and now I can set it up to run it again. Yeah. I love that. You're a perfect student in many ways because that's essentially what I do teach people to do. I know it's scary for them. Like as the date comes live to closer to that live date, I should say, and they've pre-sold it, they're like, oh my God, I've got to have something. And I totally get that. But I really love that you did it and it flowed because then you can reverse engineer your course to make sure that it's meeting the students' needs and where they're at and really resonating with them, which if you've created it all before then in isolation as a solo kind of person, almost hidden in the cupboard, you just don't know if it's going to land. So I really, really love that you did that. And I think right at the time of this recording, you're gearing up for another launch of the course, right? So what would you do different or what are you doing different this time since you've learned so much since last time? I recognize that the community aspect and on one of the one of the lessons I paired people off in breakout rooms to have them practice like pulling cards for one another and it was so amazing to witness like how they interacted with each other and were able to like really tap into the skills they had learned and so that really got me clear and I talked to my students at the end of this course about like really creating like partners like buddies throughout mm-hmm. the course so that you can have that person to lean on and practice with and so I, I really found community was a huge aspect of it and then just learning like I really set it up to where I wanted it to be an open environment where people could really ask questions curiosities share what's going on for them so that I could use that and then tweak it. And so I even found myself doing like live demos on the spot. Somebody would ask a question and I would just like hop on camera and say, well, you know what, I'm just going to do this now rather than like putting it on the list to do later. And so it really, I don't know, it supported me and tapping into that part of me that's like really feeds off of other people and kind of in the moment. So I'm, I'm excited about that and using that to incorporate more in the course and that's a great example because every single little video you did on the fly is now incorporated into your course so it's an added benefit an added bonus it can be used as a bonus for the next launch round as well and I just really like that you used your strengths to run with what you knew was easiest for you so for some people that's taking immediate action in the moment for others that's all the planning and but I actually as an action taker myself I appreciate that because otherwise you can get mad and perfection and procrastination and too much planning and too much like worrying about stuff versus just instinctually responding to what your students needed and as a result they're going to have a much better experience and they will have and I'm sure they did a personalized experience something where they really felt they got that hands-on learning and not so much heaps of access to you but that you cared and you genuinely wanted to see them progress, which was huge because that gets you the raving testimonials and people coming back and referring and all the good things. What has surprised you about launching your damn course? Like what, looking back, what was one of the biggest surprises, I guess, either a learning for you personally or something about the launch process? Uh, Yeah, I think honestly what it was was how easy it was. And I don't want to say like, I mean, easy in the sense, yes, it was work. And, you know, I had still had to create a lot, but it was just so much easier than I'd built it up in my head to be. And I think that's what blocks us a lot of times from putting ourselves out there is we get lost in the systems. And that's where you're super great about simplifying things. And I've learned a lot from you in that area. And so I think it just like really caused me to show up 
and not be like, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of fear, but like lean into that and just allow it to unfold. Um, so that really surprised me was just like, okay, wow, this is like, this is kind of my wheelhouse is doing this. And it was also like another, like, why haven't I been doing this longer? Is it really, I love it. I enjoy it. And so it was just like, it was kind of for me, like just reminding me of what my skills and my gifts are. Yeah. Beautiful. And I think also off the back of your course, you started running some of those tarot card readings, like some beautiful intimate rooms. And I know, I think you've just seen a whole lot of growth and momentum and confidence in yourself and what you're offering, taking on more clients and doing those live events has just become part of your wheelhouse really. So how much of that do you think was a flow on from just getting super clear about what you were offering in the course and all the possibilities? Yeah, it was, I mean, I go back to this Loom video that you created for me at one point during the car, the course when I had a lot of fear around putting this out there because it's different. It's like, it's a whole different realm and people are curious about it, but they're also very skeptical about Oracle cards. And so I was like focusing more on the people who were skeptical and didn't approve, may, may not approve. And I remember like asking a question one week in the weekly emails about that. And you came back and you recorded a loom video and you said that think about, we so often think about the people who are like kind of picking it apart, tearing us apart when really they don't matter. They're not the ones that we're serving. So it's like really focusing on the ones that we're serving. And that just like, I've been in the spiritual realm and coaching and everything transformation for a few years And there was something with that. It was so clear and so spot on. And it just like lifted that veil for me. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to serve everyone. It's totally fine. The people who are interested in this are, they're going to show up and just to just trust that. And I think that's, that's part of it. It was like recognizing that we so often focus on, it's like you can get a hundred positive comments and we focus on the one negative and allow that to stop us from moving forward. So it really like supported me in that area. Oh, I'm so glad. I just love it how sometimes just that one little piece of advice, that one insight can just clear the way for people, for you to get out of your own way and to really focus on, yeah, who would benefit from this and how do I get in front of them? That is so fantastic. Is there anything else you'd love to add before we wrap up? Yeah, just the fun, like it was just, I don't know, super fun being like, I really thrive off of, as I said earlier, I thrive off of being in group. I loved like being a participant in it from that aspect because I was feeding off of everybody else and learning from them. And then also leading the course, I was leading to a group and it was just, again, it was, it allowed me to take a step back as well and learn from them and also kind of like, um, like make the language around it more beginner level because I was recognizing that I was kind of, I was sharing about Oracle cards and yet some people may not even know, have a clue of what that is. And then when I explain it, they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd be interested in learning more about that. And so it really caused me to even like change the way that I was languaging things so that I was speaking to just like the quote everyday person. Yeah. I talked about this with uh, Jackie Musket, who's doing the Facebook ads module in the Launch Your Damn Course Accelerator. And she said, it's the curse of the the curse of the knowledgeable mind that we often need to get back to that beginner mindset 
to meet our students where they're at because you can get so far ahead. You know, as you said, you've had all these years of experience in that spiritual realm, personal growth. And, you know, with me and business and all the things that I teach, it's so easy to go, but of course this is how you do it and not actually think back to where the person is right now with like potentially zero knowledge, all the fears, all the things that I was going through, you know, 10 or 11 years back, which is hard to do, especially when you're wanting to position yourself more as an expert and you, and you do have all this knowledge that you want to share. It's how do you just keep breaking it down to be super, super simple. So I'm really glad that it has come across that way, but that you also make you know, huge leaps and bounds. And congrats to you also just for taking the bulls by the horn and really going with it and super putting yourself out there and recognizing where we, you were in flow. And I think more than anything that I saw for you was just standing behind, wait, this is what I do and this is where I want to serve people and you just stepped into that power and then really ran with it it was beautiful to witness yeah thank you so we will link to your course in the show notes but where's a really great place for people to learn more about you find out more about you follow your journey maybe be part of the next launch yeah it's super easy i'm known as wandering ant that's a-u-n-t so my website's wanderingant.com. You can click on the services tab to learn more and find the Oracle course. And then all of my social media handles are wandering ant. Do you want to share a little behind the name? Just so yeah, so I you may actually hear them in the background because I think they're coming home from school, but I'm I love travel, obviously. I'm a nomad and living that lifestyle, and I'm an ant extraordinaire. I have four nieces and a nephew, and so I wanted to combine my two loves. So amazing. I love seeing all the photos and videos of you with the kids and then also your time just being you and doing what you're doing. So thank you for sharing and thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Natalie. Before we go on to the next snippet and case study, so to speak, I would just love to say that if you've been enjoying this and you're like dead keen to learn more of the tactics that I teach in my accelerator and apply it for yourself, well, I have a real treat for you. My team and I have worked really hard on putting together a 41 page resource for you. It's called the Ultimate Course Creation Starter Kit, and it is completely free. And right now you can grab it at nataliesisson.com forward slash course kit. That's C-O-U-R-S-E-K-I-T. nataliesisson.com forward slash course kit. Pop your details in and you'll get this amazing starter kit, which I have poured my heart and soul into some of my best teachings, experiences and learning lessons, as well as activities for you to do to really start getting that course out of your brain and into a reality that you can actually teach what you know and get paid to do it. So if that sounds good, please go across and grab that freebie, nataliesisson.com forward slash course kit. Welcome back to the Untapped Podcast, Katie Anderson. It's so beautiful to have you here. It's a delight to be back, Nat. Yay, but we're talking about a slightly different subject this time because I will share the link to your last episode with me when we talked all about the power of leadership and being a leading learner, both of our favorite topics. And what I'd really love to talk to you today is how you've kind of taken that and your entire business, your speaking, your consulting, your coaching, and you've turned it into an online course and what got you there. So... Can you maybe take people back to what prompted you to actually even think about creating an online course? Because you have a very successful business with what you're doing. So what was the main motivator for you? So one of the things that was really exciting for me, I've been doing online coaching for a few years now with a partner of mine. So I had some familiarity with doing things online, but it still was trading time for money, which I love that one-to-one engagement or group engagement that's live. And through the publication of my book, I was doing a ton of webinars and events, and I found myself saying the same thing over and over again. And I thought, you know, 
there is a better way to do this that could combine both the teaching aspect so that I'm not, you know, the part that could be recorded, let's record that and then let's leverage the live aspect doing some of the coaching calls and some, you know, sort of blend those two. And then I realized I just didn't know how to do it from the tech side of how to even get started and to do all of that. And then I came across, you know, when we first got introduced for doing the podcast, got connected that way and saw your course. And that was, it was sort of perfect timing for me as I was thinking about how, what I was going to do in my business and how I could reach more people and have greater impact while also not requiring always trading my time for money at the same time or the time, just the time so that I could do more of the, the live engagement as well. So that's what led me to here. And it's been um, an exciting sort of, I guess it's been almost six months. Uh, no, not even four months on the journey. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It was such a great connection on the podcast. Thanks to Siobhan. And then you just going, oh, by the way, I've just signed up for your launch your damn course accelerator because that's what I want to do. So I'd love to know your personal experience because I'm asking people to be really honest here. I mean, how have you found the journey of launching your first course in, in real honesty? Like what's it been like for you? Yeah. So I, I, one of the things I really appreciated about your course, Natalie, is that you kept reminding us to start small. So I have a tendency to, to go for the big because my greater vision was to be doing, you know, a bigger, more signature course is what, what I'm working on right now. But that starting off so big was probably not where I needed to go. And so reminded me to start small. And so it felt in some ways I, I felt like, oh my gosh, this is something I've already done before, but it had it because I hadn't done it from the systems and structures around using a site like Podia to create all of the infrastructure for the course and then how I was going to record it to be able to then be repurposed as an on-demand type of learning experience. And so it was really helpful for me to have all of the it laid out from a, a perspective, how are you thinking about the end point of your course, but also seeing it as the feeder to something bigger and using it as a learning experience. So not biting off more than I could chew for the first go and just seeing it building from there. And so that was a really um, helpful reminder that you gave me often, which was even though the actual delivery of my course wasn't something that was unfamiliar to me, and I had some lists that I had already built. It was about using that course as a learning platform for the lead up to the course, how I was structuring the course and using different technology that then I could use for the future for bigger courses as well. So that was really, really helpful. Yeah. And I really appreciated that you listened to that because it is so tempting to want to go all out and deliver the most amazing course with everything, but actually taking it back to the learner's perspective, what's the next best step for them and what can they grasp in this course that you can then teach the next step in the next one. So what did you actually end up launching? Do you want to share the name of it, um, the kind of format of it? So a little context of how this came to be. I published a book six months ago this week, which is exciting. And the title of the book is Learning to Lead, Leading to Learn. And I knew I wanted to do something connected with the book. So the book is about my mentor's 40 years at Toyota and all of his learning journey. So a combination of lessons and principles from the book, along with my own coaching practice and my own perspective as well. And so I, I decided to call it the, and I had done many, many webinars, as I said. So how could I repurpose elements of all of that and put it into a 90 minute master class that was going to be interactive? And again, taking your advice, run it live before you do a pre-recording type of situation. And so it was the leading to learn masterclass. 
and it was uh, I can't even remember the tagline right now off my off the top of my lay, but three pra- I think it was three practices towards more intentional leadership. And so pulling in a big concept for me is about leading with intention, connecting your purpose and your actions. So it was it was melding both of those two. I took some of the frameworks that I had been using in different webinars, but then included interactive exercises as well so that it wasn't just me presenting, but there was some learning and tangible components to it as well. And so I structured it in three parts and I went, I went deeper than I did into the, to the webinars too. And so keeping it in that nice sort of 90 minute time chunk at a lower price point, you did it at $97. It was sort of a no brainer for many people to buy. And I had um, uh, 40 people who registered for the course, which was fantastic. And it paid for your course and it paid for all the learning. And I've hired some people on my team to help me start building these. So it helped pay for those things as well. And it was a really valuable learning experience for me for setting up a different type of sales page for using and experimenting with Podi as a platform. And so reminding, I was also the, <laughs> the learning leader as well. So I was, I was learning, I was learning at the same time as I was delivering this, but you know, so that was, that was really helpful. That's huge. I didn't realize you ended up getting 40 and so close to like four grand in revenue for that. And I think that just shows the power of one, you ran it as a masterclass live. You now have it as a course forever. It's 90 minutes of great learning that you can break down into that course and you have. And 40 people plus that was just on the live component. There's so much more for you to do yeah. after that, which is Absolutely. incredible. And hats off to you. You know, you've done some speaking around that time. You'd launch your book. You'd grown your list. But I know even during this period, you grew it even more. So I'm that is an incredible result, like really. It was a little, it was, it was closer to three grand in, you know, in revenue because I did do some discounts for people, um, especially for early, early bird and for some people who heard me as a keynote speaker at a conference, but that was fine. It was all part of bringing people in and hearing the message. And I had some really tremendous feedback. So I have some amazing testimonials now, and it's really been a springboard of thinking about my next course, which was what I really wanted to start off with. And so now it's it's that opportunity to think about, okay, what's the next big thing and how am I building that? And, and what's the linkage between these things as well as how can I offer the, the masterclass on an on-demand element and use that as now for um, using direct client engagements too. Like I have this course and we can use this if you want me to customize it for your organization. I love that because that wasn't an option that you had before, was it? You know, you could have done these live on-demand webinars and now you have something that you can, people can instantly buy from you. They can learn more about your work. It's a perfect upsell from the book and it's a perfect lead into your big course that you're working on right now and in the process of launching at the time of recording this. So we'll link to that in the show notes as well in case people want to learn more about it. And what do you feel you've taken as the biggest lessons from launching the masterclass, which I still love as an option, because it is essentially a live online course that you then get to turn into a, an on-demand course straight after. But what do you think has been the biggest learning lessons throughout the accelerator that you're now applying to this big course? Because this is the next big level for you. Yeah. Uh, so first, also tying it back to your launch, your damn course accelerator, which was what I love about that was building. I was able to see how you structured that course. So it was, it was sort of like multi-levels of learning. So that was also helpful. Not only were you teaching us about building a course, we were also on the receiving end. So that was really helpful for me to learn about how, how do I build these types of courses in a way that is going to be helpful for 
the person who has signed up. So what kind of context and information should I give in the beginning? How, if I'm now I'm building a larger, more signature course that will go over two months, how do I, I piece that out into different segments that will uh, add value? Of course, I'll be doing them live in the same way you've, you've recommended as well. But really that structure from both the, the content planner and the facilitation, but also from the user's perspective. And so that's been really, uh, been really helpful and a great experiment for me from doing the masterclass because I have done many 90 minute workshops and classes before, but I hadn't done it with thinking about the structure in the same way in the end point. One other thing that I learned as well is that we are now taking the recording from the masterclass and segmenting it. But since I, I ran it live, you know, there are some times where I'm taught, and I didn't do it in a webinar format because I wanted some interaction that there are some places where it makes it awkward to sort of cut it or edit it for a recording. And so I'm thinking ahead, I'm actually doing another mini workshop in that same format with my book subject tomorrow. And I'm thinking ahead, how can I, when I'm speaking, speak in a way that will make it easier to do that post-workshop editing to then have it be applicable for an on-demand type of learning experience as well. So that has been a big learning as well. And of course, I can always redo the masterclass and, and, and keep revising it. But that was a big learning that I'm going to go forward to because I'd never been thinking about taking my content and recording it for an on-demand type of um, experience for, mm. um, for more of a, I guess, a downsell type of option. I love that insight. And also, I think it depends on the nature. Like with my Plan Your Profitable Freedom Year workshop, I leave the answers in there and the interaction because I think it adds to what I'm teaching. Like, I will sort of summarize the questions as I'm going and share the answers. But I really love that, just planning ahead and, and structuring. And each time you launch something and do something, you learn what are the templates, what are the resources, what way would this be best to order it. And I, I think that's just the beauty of calling yourself a course creator and thinking about the multitude of courses that are no doubt within your in your remit and that you have on the agenda for the next few years. And then just getting excited about how do they all fit together and how does one lead into the other. So I think the sort of question for you would be, what's now possible for you that that maybe wasn't even four months back that excites you most? Oh, that's a really uh, that's a really great question, Natalie. You. you know, I think as especially here in the U.S., it looks like we're going to be in a pandemic type of situation for a while, and I really don't see us having in-person events in the way that we have in the past for for much of at least the rest of this year. I mean, maybe it's possible, but it's right now not looking super, super promising. And what makes me excited is about still having that human connection and being able to reach a lot of people. And I love the global reach and I have done that for a while, but how can I now build these types of courses that will be able to be continued even when we're in an in-person type of situation, but I can still have this be a viable part of my business and also part of fulfilling my purpose, which is helping so many people around the world really live and lead with intention and inspiring them to do so. So I really feel like this is helping set up my business for the future and also for having a great impact in in the world and and fulfilling my purpose as well. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And I think more than ever with the impact of this pandemic and people moving to online and having to Whereas you and I have been kind of living in that world for quite a long time. I know I have. I just see so many more opportunities, like the demand for online learning has tripled. I think we're going to see the stats that I shared at the beginning of the course probably blown out of the water. Um, And I just don't see it stopping. There's going to be more platforms. There's going to be 
um, more technology that's going to make it even easier. There's going to be more integrations between existing tools. And that's just from the tech front and, and that it's easier than ever to set up a course compared to way back when I was doing it, when it was a mix of plug and play and pull your hair out. So I guess one question I love is your answer to is what objections did you have? Because I'm actually just genuinely curious. And this is something I teach in the course is really understanding the objections and the pain points of your ideal customers. Can you remember if you had any objections? Like I know you just jumped in and went, oh, this sounds perfect. But in the back of your mind, was there anything that you'd love to share with the listeners that they might be thinking too? Do you mean objections for signing up for the course? Yeah, and just yeah. and even going down this process of <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know it's so it's interesting. I I feel like there were much many fewer objections for my master class because I really priced that at a very low price point. I mean, I typically would charge some a much closer to two hundred dollars or one fifty for at least a a ninety minute type of session. And so ninety seven dollars or even more discounted was sort of a no brainer for people around the world. I'm actually trying to figure that out right now for my larger signature course, which I'm calling the Leading to Learn Accelerator, which is this two-month program and sort of what are the objections to people? And is it because there's five live sessions? Is that a barrier for people because of a certain time? Is it the price point, which is, you know, much higher? But still, if you put that over eight weeks and the amount of what they're getting, it's, you know, a very similar rate. And so I'm trying to figure out what those pain points are as well so that I can help answer that. But in terms of for people getting started on doing their own courses, I mean, I think having a guide like you to really break that down was tremendously helpful because I have tried to do it in bits and pieces myself here and there. And it is overwhelming. And, you know, you can, of course, teach yourself your own things, but having it broken down step by step and having an accountability partner and when you're getting stuck, having someone to be able to ask some questions to was tremendously invaluable to me. So um, I really, I do, I think there's so much value out of your Launcher Again course accelerator for anyone who's thinking about, you know, starting a course and tar- how to take their material, either if they've been teaching in person for a while and how do they convert that to more of an online format, which is what sort of more of the situation that I've been, or are just getting started and are passionate and wanting to connect with other people, leveraging this um, tremendous opportunity we're having globally. Thanks, Katie. That's really, um, really helpful. And yeah, I just always want people to know and hear because I think for me, the things that I see coming through loud and clear and all the surveys and all the validation is it's either the tech, like I just don't do tech. I'm not familiar with it. It scares the heck out of me, which I think is just one reason and excuse we can blow out of the water again because I show you how to do that. And then the second is I don't have anything to teach. Like would somebody pay me for what I know? It doesn't seem like it's really important or valuable. And I think you kind of spoke to that. If you're passionate about something and you've already been sharing it with people and you genuinely want to talk about it, there's very, very likely that there's somebody out there who really needs to learn what you know and the way in which you teach it. And I think that's super important for people to know. And then the final thing is, you know, can I afford it? And what I love about so many of the students in the course and not everybody because you can't can't like not going to try and sugarcoat it not everybody launches their course but I have seen since the launch of it even people from last year who are now launching it and making money from it so I think the benefit of this course in my mind is that it's one where I won't guarantee you'll make your money back or more but it's pretty certain if you follow the steps you're going to make an income from this and create a new revenue stream that's going to give you so much potential so that's the thing that excites me. I honestly want people to come away with even just making that first sale is so, so exciting. I mean, how did it feel for you when you made that first sale online? So it was super exciting. I had 
over 40 people register, which is about $3,000 in revenue because I'd offered some different discounts to people from various points for some early bird and who had come to my uh, keynote talk. And it was really exciting because that paid for my enrollment in your course. It paid for some of the team members that I've hired to start building the infrastructure for my for doing this more uh, in the future. So, but super and paid for my time too. So it was really, really rewarding to hit not only that number because we had great impact, but also to have the revenue that I wanted as well. That's an amazing result, Katie. Like seriously, 40 sales of a course, your first ever course um, from a decent list, but not, you know, huge. I know it grew throughout and you did a lot of work on it, but that's testament as well to your work and to you showing up and to speaking at those events beforehand and your book, the momentum off the back of that. But that's actually an incredible result. Thank you. Yeah. And also, yeah. you know, I, I think one of the other things that I really appreciate about your you know approach too, and this is for people who are thinking, you know, oh, I don't have anything to offer, is that we often give away so much for free. I mean, I certainly do myself, and that's and that's important. I want to be, you know, contributing on a thought leadership level, but I can't give away everything for free. And so how do we then leverage that and add, create more value to be able to then generate some revenue as well so that we can be around to give away some content for free and contribute. And so, but we can't do, you know, it has to be a business too. And so that's an important mindset shift, I think, for many people. And I know it has been, um, for me, a sort of ongoing with my business over the last eight years. Yeah, that's very true. Thank you for mentioning that, Katie, because I think in this last cohort that we ran at the end of last year, that was definitely coming through for so many. They're like, but I always do this for free. And I'm like, yeah. And look at all the content you're sitting on that we can repurpose and repackage into something super valuable that people are willing to pay you for. So I really appreciate you bringing that up because it was, it definitely felt like in particular, it was a real mindset shift that so many people had to make. And once they were, they were quite liberated with oh, people were actually going to pay me for this all along. So I think it's just this fantastic freedom that people experience once they get that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And it's um, I'm really excited for this big launch you're doing. I know you've got quite a long sales car open window. And I know initially you were having a bit of a panic, which we all do, but you've already made sales and you've got so much more time to go. And you're what I love about you, Katie, is you're constantly like, even though you're a leader, you so embrace being a leading learner because you're constantly asking questions like, what do you think of this? Does the sales page look great? Am I missing anything? Is it clear to you? I really love that you're willing to just put yourself there as a complete beginner mindset, even though you have all this expertise and just ask people for help. And I think that's super important in any place in life, especially in business and especially when you're in that learning mode. Absolutely. If we, When we lose that learning mindset, then I, I don't know. I think that that's that's when we've turned a corner and uh, lost something in ourselves and, and how we can really connect and engage with people. So we always need to be learning. If we can frame things as experiments, it takes some of the pressure off of being perfect because we're, experiments are they're not always going to go right, but what can you learn from them and how can you improve? And so having that experimental mindset is so critical, not just for developing a course, but I think for everything in our lives as well. So true. What a great end point. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. Thank you, Nat. I really hope you enjoyed the stories of these three amazing women. I was super grateful that they took the time to share them with me. And as you can see, there's some really hard parts to 
taking the leap of faith and putting yourself out there and teaching what you know, packaging that into something that is going to create pretty amazing results in people's lives, but also put you out there in a pretty big way if you choose to take that route. There's so many different ways you can launch courses, but ultimately you do need to bring yourself to this. And I know that that in itself is scary. So it's one of the key things that I focus on in the accelerator is how to kind of get over yourself and really focus on who you want to serve and who you want to help, because that's one of the easiest ways to get past your fears and to focus on, okay, how can I deliver this and give an amazing outcome and fantastic results, but also get an awesome result for me, which is more money and more profit and a course business, even a course empire. When you start to think about all the opportunities for you to create more online courses and teach more people, it actually gets really exciting and a little bit addictive. So if you are super keen to just dive in and start learning more about this, again, grab my free ultimate online course creation starter kit. We poured so much into this and it looks gorgeous and just pick it up. It's free. And please share it with your friends as well. You can grab it at nataliesisson.com forward slash course kit. And of course, you can just head along to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast to find all these episodes. I've got another one for you next week with two more interviews, and I'm going to be sharing more goodness in the upcoming episodes about, I guess, my journey to multiple six-figure course launches and it really being one of the best parts of my business over the last 10 years that has proven so much to me that is possible when you put your mind to it and when you actually teach what you know and start to realize how much you know and how many people you can help by teaching that, even if you're just a couple of steps ahead of them and a leading learner. So I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please shout out to me on Instagram. Just tag me at Natalie Sisson. Take a screenshot of this podcast. Take a a photo of you, a selfie listening to this. Take, I don't know, just tag me and let me know what you learned from these ladies' stories that surprised you, encouraged you, excited you, whatever it may be. You've been listening to the Untapped Podcast. Remember, it's your time to tap into your potential and get paid to be you.